He's brought us from a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. My God is worthy, considering every trial and every test that we've had, every obstacle that has stood against us. We serve a worthy God. Amen. How many of you just feel like giving him some praise on this morning? Is he worthy? Is he worthy on this morning? Wonderful Jesus. We serve an awesome God. And now is an opportunity for us to hear more from him. Amen. Every now and then when you're down in the dumps, every now and then when you don't know which way to go, he sends a word from on high just to meet you at your point of need, to deliver you from your situation. God is already there. And he's already prepared a word just for your hearts. How many of you believe that on this morning? Amen. We're now ready to hear from heaven. Let's stand to our feet and receive our own pastor of the Greater Bethlehem Temple Church to break open into us the rich word of God. This is our own pastor, Bishop Philip Coleman, Sr. Oh, corruption, scream. 
today with some, but isn't it wonderful when you can sing and think today there's no condemnation? And the book of Romans chapter 8 and verse 1, that's not where I'm going to preach from, I'm just fitting to quote something, where he said there is therefore now. Don't tell me nothing about yesterday. Huh? Don't bring up my past. Lord have mercy. Don't say what I used to be. Hallelujah. But what about now? Hey! What about now? Glory be to Jesus. Lord have mercy. I want to get you to say now. Hallelujah. Sometimes folks always want to bring up the past. But it's not the past with God. It's now. 
in the fifth chapter of Romans where I'm going to take my subject from, but not right now. The Bible says that we are justified. Amen with Him. When your past has been erased and you start out new and you're supposed to be new creatures in Christ Jesus and when your accusers come to accuse you about something, God steps in and justifies you and say, they didn't do it. He didn't do it. He's that new creature that is in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Lord have mercy. I feel like the Lord is in this place. I said, I feel like the Lord is in here now. Hallelujah. That's why that he wants us to come in singing praises and giving him the glory from even waking us up this morning clothed in our right mind. Hallelujah. I wonder we obeyed him. He said, Enter ye into my court with praises and with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Boy, you ain't saying nothing. You ain't glad as you ought to be. than you were last night. You are in the house of the Lord. And God is presiding. Hallelujah. I feel his presence. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. His presence followed me all the way from my dwelling And caused me to be here in his presence on this morning. I thank him for it. This morning we greet you in that one and only name, Jesus. I don't know another name that is sweeter. Not even that is sweet. But sweeter than the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He's Alpha. He's Omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. He's the face. He's the last. He's my God. He's my soon coming King. Hey! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in Him, in Jesus, dwell all the fullness 
about Jesus. Oh, y'all didn't say that like you got it. I got Jesus. Oh, he ain't doing nothing but right now. Tell him to say something. I got Jesus. So wonderful to have him. Hallelujah. (laughs) You know what Ella White said? If you got him like he got him, you'll be bucking too. Hallelujah. Oh, sometimes he make you act like that. Right now you can lay your pride down. God don't want and ain't looking for no sophisticated people who's so intelligent that they can't say amen to the glory of God. God ain't looking for some proud folks. For you to think about what you got on. Huh? Hallelujah. He said, I'm the star. I'm the lily of the valley. I'm the bright and morning star. I'm the sweet rose of share. So, when God get through naming out what he is, ain't nothing left. It's just Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus everywhere. We're here to honor him. Every time we enter into his sanctuary, or into his court. We are here to talk about him. When you leave him out, you got nothing to talk about. To all of our visitors, we want you to know that you're welcome to the friendliest church in town. A church that loved the Lord. A church that reverenced the Lord. Amen. And once he enters in, we want to keep him in. In the book of Romans, Chapter 5. I feel the presence of God now. Tell somebody he is here. Maybe you don't know that, but he is here. Huh? I hope you can see it. If you can feel it, 
then he leaves and signs. Sometime he will appear as cloud. But this morning he appear in, has appeared in here as vapor smoke. Oh, I don't know whether you can turn around and see it back there or not. Hallelujah. But he is riding above us. I want to do your sin back there. I want to do your sin. If you don't see him, you ought to feel him back there. He is here in his sanctuary. Y'all must not can see it. Look back there. Hallelujah. This ain't no makeup. Do you not know everybody can't see him? Everybody can't feel him? But that's the reason why I can tell you he's here. He's in here. song that we sing sometimes I don't know why Jesus loved me Lord have mercy and I wonder but I don't know why it's not no goodness of mine my subject this morning is something I didn't or don't deserve. Amen. I want you to know God don't owe us nothing. We haven't done one thing to cause God to do something for us. We came into the world with our backs turned against God. I want you to see where I'm going. Now, in the book of Romans chapter 7, Paul said, I wanted to do good. It comes a time in every man's life that he wants to do good. That is that part of God in him. Now you can say you're the atheist or whatever you want to, but even the atheists know. I, I just believe they know that there's a God. Every now and then, he'll visit the atheists. And anybody with common sense are just a little sober-minded. They may not understand it, but they will know there's a God somewhere who made the flowers that bloom in the spring, 
Who writes the song for the robins to sing? Hallelujah. And he goes on to say, I, I don't know, but it's somebody. Somebody is bigger than you and I. Hallelujah. And we're going to talk about that somebody this morning. Amen. Paul said, every time I intend to do good, the seventh chapter of Romans said, every time I do, wanted to do good, evil was present. Had there been some time in your life you had to just can't help it? You just couldn't do right? Oh, some of us is like that now. You just wish to wake up and say, amen. Amen, amen. Now, 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 you ain't got no business sitting on these front seats if you ain't going to say nothing. If you don't feel like talking, you ought to show some sign. Huh? It become a time in our lives that we want to do right. Even when we go out and stay all night sometime in the nightclub, you know you're doing wrong. But God give your conscience also to follow you up and to let you know that, hey man, you ain't what you want to be. And you ain't doing what you could be doing. Amen. He said, when I hated to do wrong, I found myself doing wrong. The things I hated, those are the things that I done. Ain't that just like us? We make New Year resolutions and we say, what we ain't going to do, we get up and tell our determination and we just feel good right then. And we say, I'm going to make a change. When the new year come in, we said, I'm going to live better this year than I lived last year. Guess what? We wind up living worse. Amen. Every time I intend to do good, evil was present. I need some help. He said, in the same chapter, Oh, wretched man. Oh, wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me? Who shall help me to get out of the rut, of the condition, of the state of sin that I'm in? And Jesus stepped aboard. Hallelujah said I see Jesus if you can just fix your mind and your eyes to see Jesus he's the pattern for the whole world whether we accept him or not some is denying whether that be a Jesus there's plenty of Jesus but I'm talking about the Jesus that is called Christ on Christ, on Jesus Christ, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground, oh, I don't care what they are. This is Pentecostal. This is apostolic. This is the first thing that broke out on the day of Pentecost in the upper room with the 120. When the Holy Ghost fell, when Jesus told him in the book of Luke, 
Go to Jerusalem and wait there. Hallelujah. Till you get some power. This is that. The book of Romans chapter 5. I'm going to do a little skipping is because to expedite the time and I'm not a really long-winded preacher. <laughs> now you see there, you see how you are. Are you, you, you see? You know, let me tell you something. Then maybe you stop. I said, I'm not a long-winded preacher. But when the Holy Ghost take over, it's no more I. Hallelujah. It's him. Something I didn't deserve. And you either. God could have done without all of us. He's so powerful. He's so mighty that he is able to change or do anything to anybody that he wants to. Now look what happened. I'll start preaching after a while. But I think the word should make sense. Thank you. The word should make sense. God, after creating everything, making everything, he didn't have nothing or nobody to give him some glory until he made man. Now man was in his blueprint all the time. Man was the first thing that God thought about after he created even the world and brought it in existence. Before any cattle or any beast, a man was in his blueprint. Man was vice. The Pharisees and the Jews couldn't understand that. And they didn't know where Jesus was coming from when they began to talk about their father Abraham. Jesus said, look man, before Abraham was, I am. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't understand that. But man was in the making, in the mind of God, before there was a when and a where. For the Bible declared, before the foundation of the world, God chose us in him. Now look what it says. Before the foundation of the world, God chose man in him that we should live holy and without blame before him in love. Holiness is what it's all about. It's not just going to church. Can I preach a little bit? I say it's not just going to church and just say I went to church. 
Amen. God is looking for holiness. Holiness is one of his attributes. He didn't just say go to church. He said be a holy. I'm going to give you my rules. I'm going to give you my laws. I want you to abide by them. But first of all, he said, I know you can't do it except you have my spirit. In order to give God what he wants, in order to live holy, you first have to have his spirit, which is the Holy Ghost. Now watch it. After Jesus got ready to descend back into heaven, after he had been resurrected from the dead, the one that he had been teaching, the one that had been following him, he instructed them, say, I want you to go to Jerusalem. Or oh, they had been places, healing the sick, and working miracles, they had been doing that because he taught them to do so. But they wasn't ready. Everybody that God called and say there's a preacher, amen, they may be, but you ain't ready to be sent out. You ain't ready to stand on your own. Paul said, if you was one of us, I would that we would all speak the same thing. And that it will be no division among us. But that you would be perfectly joined together. Jesus said to them before he ascended. He knew they had some teaching in them. But they didn't have no power. They was afraid. He knew that Peter denied him. Because he was afraid. He knew the hearts of every man. So he said, I know you all are preachers. I know you were disciples because you was following me. And now I'm making you apostles. But you will be able to even do a better job in laying the foundation for you got to talk about me after I'm gone. You must declare my name because I'll be there. So he led them out as far as Bethel. And he blessed them. Have you ever been blessed? But a blessing is not the real thing. A blessing won't last long. Did you see Ella White? That was on a blessing. But he felt good. But look at him now. It ain't still on him. <laughs> he carried them out as far as Bethlehem. And he blessed them. And he said, now go to Jerusalem. And all preachers need to go to Jerusalem. I don't mean the city of Jerusalem in the old country. I don't mean that there's a city. 
a new Jerusalem that is here wherever God is. And every preacher that say he's been anointed and called by God need to go to Jerusalem and get something, amen, better than what you got. Every preacher need the Holy Ghost. Every preacher must be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. He said, go to Jerusalem and wait there. You don't go out trying to preach, but you wait there. I don't care how long it takes, you wait there. Well, I'm a preacher. When Bishop gonna call on me? Wait! Hallelujah. You may be looking for it tonight and it didn't happen tonight. Wait! You may have been promised, amen, that you were gonna be the speaker tonight and you wasn't. Somebody else stepped in. Wait! Don't get impatient, but wait. He said, wait until you be endowed with power from on high. And they waited. We need to wait. But God put in this church in man's hand. And if you ain't got the spirit of God, you don't know how to lead the people of God. Hallelujah. Oh, I wished I had time, but it ain't your fault. But I say that the gospel should make sense. Hallelujah. When I was studying on last night, and I was wondering as I was roaming through the word of God, Lord, I know again that I'm before you as an empty picture before a full fountain. But I don't have really what I need to give your people on Sunday morning. Because you deserve the best. And God think that you are the best. And he don't just feed you anything. Hallelujah. Again, may I go back and repeat to you the thing that I've said over and over again. I don't like leftovers. Cooking. Amen. And what you cook on today, don't give it to me tomorrow. I want something fresh. I don't want some of your haphazard notes. Come on. That you have had down through the years. They're stale, but I want something right from the throne of God. Feed me the thing that it's convenient for my soul. I don't want no manuscripts. 
I may jot down, amen, a verse or two, but I don't write out my sermon. I'm depending upon God. I'm not going, or anybody can go. I'm not condemning, but I'm talking about myself. I'm not going to no seminary. Only where that I can learn how to stand erect. And that I won't have to walk so much. And I can be intelligent because I'm preaching and I'm facing and teaching sophisticated people. Don't want them to know that I'm a little country boy. But the Holy Ghost doesn't allow me to just stand still. I have to move about. Hallelujah. And God is responsible for me when he placed me, amen, over his people to lead them. You've been out, amen, in the devil's wrestling match all the week long. And you have run out of energy. Sometimes things is not right in your home. And God knows when to stir up your adversary. God knows when you is at ease too much. And it seems like that everything is good with you. But all God has to do is to step back. And the enemy will rush in. If it wasn't for God, where would we be today? Darkness is no further than light drives it. You may have a peaceable home today and tonight. It could be hell in your home. Y'all ain't gonna listen to me. Because you got a good job and everything probably going your way. You got your children under good control and your wife is all right. Something could happen in just a few minutes. So fast until you won't even know what happened and why. Hallelujah. But as God sometimes is telling you, I want more of your time. It's not enough, brothers and sisters, just to go to church to say you've been to church. But I believe when you step into God's sanctuary, you ought to leave with a change of heart and a change of mind. You ought to come looking for something, looking for something that you don't have, looking for something better than what you got where you can move up higher in the Lord. I wish I had a man in here. It's not the shouting, but that's all right. It's not how much you sing, but that's all right too. But when God is speaking from his sanctuary, out of his word to you, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Hallelujah. We're thinking, God, that you are here. And that you will try to feel that 
or know that the word of God is important. Something I didn't deserve. Something I didn't deserve. Listen. The Bible declared that Adams, one that God created from the dust of the ground. Amen. He formed him and he made him. Remember There was no sin on earth until Adam. Oh, I know you can talk about Lucifer. I'm talking about that would contaminate mankind. Come on. And where there is no law, there's no transgression. So when God made Adams, he said, Adam, I'm going to give you my law, not the woman. Oh, I wish I could say something, but I, 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 I don't know how to say it. But let me say this much. And you'll love me even when I get through, I hope. Some responsibilities is too much for a woman. She can't handle it. I don't care how much education she got, she can't handle it. That's why God never made her head. I hope to God there will never be a woman president. The woman is weak. She is not that type of a leader. I'm not going to take nothing from her. Hey Amen. You women that do you. God said I'm not going to put a woman over my church. As pastor. As a leader of my people. There's no reflection upon you, sisters. It's because I don't think you're thinking about being no pastor. But you can preach. But God said, I want men. So Adam, I'm giving you my laws. I'm not giving them to Eve. I'm giving them to you. And I want to tell you, what to do. You see, God don't think we got said enough to do nothing, and he's right. He tell us what to do, how to do, when to do, and a good man's steps is ordered by the Lord. You don't just go in your own way, using your own little carnal mind to figure out and to do what God wants you to do. Amen, you say, order my steps. Hallelujah. 
those that are led by the Spirit of God. So he said, I want to give you my laws. And what I give you, 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 you can tell it to Eve, which is your wife. But I want you to know that I'm giving you assets. I'm giving you, amen, the freedom to eat of every tree in the garden. But the one that is in the midst of the garden, don't eat it. Don't even touch it. For the day that you eat thereof, the day you will die. Hallelujah. Once Adam was out tending the garden, the serpent came along while Eve was strolling along. Uh-huh. Now don't let me try to tell you or analyze what kind of a fruit it was, but I know it was edible. Good for food. Hallelujah. I don't know whether it was a pear or apple or whatever it was, but the devil eased up to Eve as she was admiring the fruit. Hallelujah. And he said, wouldn't you like to have some of that? Guess what I can't eat off of that? The very thing I tell you not to do, that's what you want to do. God said in the New Testament church, let every man have his own wife and you want two. Some of us want three. But God said, one, one wife, one husband, only one. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing, but that's all right. I wouldn't be in a rush to marry young men or young women if you ain't already married. But if you're married, amen, you got to ask God to give you strength that you'll be able to treat your wife right. You'll be able to treat your husband right because you're into it now and thank God there's no way out. Paul said, if you are already bound, don't seek to be loose. Don't come looking for no divorce. It's too late. Hallelujah. If you're loose, don't seek to be bound. But we just breaking that law every day. You won't let well do. You don't look at that man because he's handsome. Amen. And because of his education. And because he say he loved you, honey. Because if that heart ain't right. If he ain't got the Holy Ghost, he'll change on you. A man can only last with just a flip of a light. And he will break his promises. He'll help you out of the car. He'll keep his promises. He promised he's going to call you. He'll pick you up at a certain time. My God, he's right on time. Oh, my. When he get off of work, he say, I'm off of work and I'm coming home. And right there. And you be looking for him and he's there. 
you see, something won't last unless you got God in your life. Oh, you needn't look at me, you married men and women. It's too late for some of you. I don't know whether your fire is hot or not, but if it's hot, you just got to dance in it. And you got to pray and fast and ask God to help you. Hallelujah. If this was preached more to the people of God, there wouldn't be so many marriages. But we marry for different reasons. And, and the wife will obey the husband for a little while. But she'll turn on you. Like what, what kind of these dogs it is that a pit bull. Oh, a pit bull. <laughs> She'll turn on you. She'll look you square in the face and say, You ain't none of my daddy. Hallelujah. And God didn't put me and you together for me to stay behind you. But he put us together that we can be partners in whatever way we are going. Hallelujah. Then everything began to fall apart. Then the husband, if you don't watch him, he'll become henpecked. Hallelujah. Lord have mercy. I'll be playing a game sometime at home, but sometime that uh, the other wind inside will be winning. Uh, amen. And we won't be winning a thing. But when we start winning, I say we just like a woman. A wife that can beat her husband. Once a wife can really whip her husband, she always on him. Oh yeah, she 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 always on him. Maybe you 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 don't know that. <laughs> but I always keep the bluff on my wife. She don't know what I'll do. We've been together around 47 years. I never hit her. I didn't say I didn't feel like it sometimes. But I never hit her. I never called her a lie. Now that's rare, isn't it? I think that is respect. I trust her. And I believe. But Adam broke the law. And he tried to lay it on Eve. And Eve tried to lay it on the serpent. But God said, I'm going to curse all three of you. 
when things would go wrong in our home as children and we wouldn't tell who done thus and so. My daddy said, I'm going to whoop all of you until I get the right one and I won't know it, but you'll know it. And he whip every one of them. But I'm glad God is not like that. I'm glad that he's not operating like he operated in the Old Testament. Amen. But he said, sour grapes put the children's teeth on edge. Neither will I punish the, uh, the child for something that the father has done. Amen. But I'm going to punish the one that has committed the crime. So Adam committed the crime and he was driven out of the garden because there was a tree of life in the garden. And God had to see to it that uh, he wouldn't be able to make it back in the garden to the tree of life. Hallelujah. And that came on the scene after first man Adam had sinned. And after first man, Adam, fell into transgression, God said, I still need a man. Let me tell you something, sisters and women's. Don't put all your trust just in one man and make you think that every man is bad. There's no man you can trust. That's wrong. There's some good men. Oh, Y'all ain't gonna talk back to me. There's some good men, all men are not the same. And there is some good women's. I'm talking about good, good women's. Hallelujah. So we see there was another Adams, which is called Second Man Adam, the Lord from heaven. And he came down and he said, I come in the volume of the books to do thy will. He took away the faith that he might establish the second. What the law couldn't do in that it was weak, God sent his own son made of a woman, made under the law. Amen. We can see where Jesus came from. But yet we can't understand, amen, how he could say that before Abraham was, I am. Hallelujah. But Jesus came on the sea and to prove to the world that you can do what God say you can do. You don't have to yield to Satan. You don't have to yield to sin. You don't have to do wrong, but you got to have something to help you to do right. Hallelujah. So if you read for me, please, and to expedite the time, we're going to start with the sixth verse, six, and skip to eight. And after eight, we're going to start with verse 12 and read 12 and go down to 19. Not read straight down because I'm getting ready to quit. I told you I was no long-winded preacher. Amen. Amen. 
Do everybody have that? You ought to have your own Bible or your own pencil and paper. Amen. Where that you can take note of what we are coming up to. Because God wants you to know something about him. Since he is our father. Since he is our God. Hallelujah. Romans 5 and 6. For when we were yet without strength. Now listen, that goes back to my subject. Sometimes you love people because you feel they love you and have done things for you. Amen. But here you ain't done one thing to, for God, but you was against him. For Paul said, for when we were yet without strength, we just couldn't help ourselves. We couldn't stop doing wrong. If you can't help but to sin or to do wrong, you need something you don't have. Oh, I wish I had somebody to say something. Hallelujah. When we were yet without strength, like a baby, a newborn baby, just being born, he got strength enough to do nothing for himself. Can't feed himself. Can't change his own diapers. Navel string had never been cut. God said, I saw you out there. When you needed to be rescued, when you needed some help, and nobody could help you. The priest, which was a preacher, he wouldn't even take time out to try to help you. Let me tell you something. All some preachers want is money. Can't you see something is strange? We don't collect no money. Amen. To have everything out all right. We only take up an offering after the preaching is over. And many walks out without putting anything or leaving anything. Well, that's you. I'm not going to change God's program. Some of them have to have so much money before they preach. Amen. He is responsible for me. Something people don't understand. They think because of a large congregation. But there can be a large congregation and don't know how to give in the offering. So listen. When we were yet without strength, he said, in due time, our Lord, Christ. Somebody thought it was late. Huh? He wasn't on schedule, but in due time. Christ died for the ungodly. Lord have mercy. He saw you out there. He know you couldn't do nothing of yourself. He know every time you try to do good, he was present. 
He saw you out there laying flat on your back. Sun was shining and you out in the desert. Couldn't do nothing but cry. The priest wouldn't help you. Hmm. Nobody had time for you. I don't have but a few more minutes. But I want to compile this message. Because so far I feel that I painted the picture well. Hallelujah. I'm glad that God is a compassion God. And I'm glad that he said it's not by works of righteousness of nothing that you have done. But I'm glad he's a compassion God. Whatever he's done for you and whatever he's going to do for you, you won't even deserve it. But all you can say is, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He saw something that we were weak. And we were all tied down in our stuff. And we weren't able to do nothing uh, even for ourselves. But when Jesus passed by, he heard somebody crying. And he suddenly went to our rescue. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad, amen, that the writer said, amen, that I love the Lord. He heard my cry and pitied every groan. Somewhere out there in the devil, somewhere out there we were lost. Somewhere out there we needed God. There was nobody to help us. Amen in our struggle. But thank God for Jesus. Why don't you say hallelujah? Yes! He heard you, whether he was a long way off or not. I'm so glad that he's everywhere. He's in heaven, and he's on the earth, and yet also under the earth. But he heard, he heard my cry, and pitied my groan. He came to us, and man, when we was out there, and spread it his garment over us uh, to help hide our necklace uh, that we may be able to be brought in. Uh, hallelujah. Now look at him now uh, with the righteousness of God that is able to help us uh, to be what God wants us to be. I'm trying to show you that you don't deserve it. He done it on his own. He done it because he loved you. He done it because he wanted to punch you. And man, a way to Calvary that you may be able to see and read about uh, what he done for you out on Calvary. Hallelujah. Now you will go, amen, to verse 8. I said, I'm trying to get through now. Listen to what he said in verse 8. But God, but God commended his love toward us. Why don't you say, but God, but God 
commended his love towards us. Maybe while you were serving him, maybe while you was doing his will, he done that while you were yet sinners. Hallelujah. And in the book, amen, of St. John, the ninth chapter and verse 31, God hearing not sinners, but whosoever be a worship of God and do his will, him that God hears, I will do something for you whilst you're still a sinner, whilst you don't deserve it. You can't pray to me. You can't serve me. But I'm commending my love to you whilst you got the can't help it. Whilst you're just so weak. You can't give me what I want. He commanded his love towards us while we were yet sinners. Hallelujah. Remember what he's saying. While we were yet sinners, God is good to you today. Whilst you still a sinner, you need the baptism in the name of Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost. That is God's requirement to everybody that want to become a child of God. Hallelujah. You can be in the air. You can say, I don't believe it, but it's written in the book. You got to have it like God say have it. Hallelujah. While we were yet sinners, verse 8, but God commended his love toward us. Toward us. In that while we were yet sinners, uh -huh. Christ died for us. God, listen what he said. Christ died for who? He died for us. Yet we let God down. But he said they don't know no better. Not because you've done so much. Not that you deserve it. Not a one of us in here deserve what God has done for us. Not a one of us in here are nothing. I want you to get it. Going to church is not that. The devil do that too. But he has been called by him. He that is able to break off from their wicked ways or their sins. Come to God before it's too late. It's a horrible pit out there. It's death out there. The world is out there. Trying to confuse and to change you. Hallelujah. they say that all the money is out there. I was looking at TV the other night and I was looking at Los Vegas. Los. Los Vegas. 
I know it's more money than that, but that's more money than I ever seen in my life. But you know what? When you bring us back down to size, we don't own nothing. You better wake up and hear me. The devil will make you think you own it. You're a big man. Amen. You're a rich man. But God said, that's mine. Isn't that what he said? That's mine. The houses you live in, he said, that's mine. The oil well that you have, he said, that's mine. The silver and the gold is mine. The cattle up on a thousand years, they is mine. Everything belonged to God. And God said, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you a stood over it. I'm going to let you handle a little of it. I'm going to let you control a little of it just to see how you're going to act. Hallelujah. See, you're going to allow pride to come in and say, this is mine. They used to say in school, mine, mine, how you fool with it. You got to be honest. It's mine. That wife is not yours. She belonged to God. That husband not yours. He belonged to God. Those children are not yours. They belong to God. God said, I'm putting you over there as steward. As a good, true steward. But when it all come back together, it's mine. Now, if he claiming everything, and let me tell you something that would make sense, and then we're going to quit, I hope. God put all these things here before he ever made you. Huh? He put everything here before he made you. He even put the animals here. He put his world here. And all that you can do when you come into it, amen, is to let him use you as a steward to take care of what he puts you over. You can't say something is yours when it was here before you got here. What right do you have? Well, I paid taxes. It's still here. Jesus paid taxes too. What kind, amen, I don't know, but he paid taxes. Do that make sense? See, so everything, what can you claim? You don't come into my house and because you're staying there a little while, you're like, this is mine. Ain't nothing in that belong to you. Unless you brought something there. God said this world was filled Amen. Well, for what it had not. Amen. When you came here. Adam, you can name everything that I bring to you, but they was here. Amen. Before you got here. And yet you was here before they got here. Because you was the first one in my plan. Hallelujah. All right, go to verse 12 and verse 19. Wherefore? I told you I'm quitting. This is what he said now. 
Wherefore, Wherefore, as by one man, as by one one man, sin entered into the world. Sin entered into the world by one man. Isn't that something? Sin entered into the world by one man. And death by sin. And death by sin because of death is sin. And because of sin brought death. Now listen what he's saying. He's trying to get you to see it. And so death, death passed upon all men. He Death passed upon everybody. But at one time they was free. No death. Read. For that all have sinned. All have sinned. Now don't use that scripture to try to condemn folks now. Amen. And say is that everybody sins now. Everybody don't sin now. You can't use this scripture for that. Once you become a child of God. And God has freed you. It makes a difference. Hallelujah. Death passed upon all men. For that all have sinned. All have sinned. How? And come short of the glory of God. Verse 19. For as by one man's As by one man's what? Disobedience. Disobedience. Many were made sinners. He, we was what? Many were made sinners. Many was made sinners, and that means many mean all. Huh? Now don't let that many make you think that there was some that was because there wasn't but one perfect, and that was Jesus. But one man's sin, one man's disobedience, one man disobedience, many were made sinners. Many was made sinners, and that everybody was sinners. So, so, by the obedience Lord have mercy. of one, obedience of another one, of another man, shall many, many be made righteous. Don't you want to be righteous? Because of this one that was left, which is called the second man, Adam, the Lord from heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I didn't deserve it. The price he paid or what he done for me. I didn't deserve it. There's so many things that happen. Earthquakes. Amen. I've started back over again. And look at Turkey now. I don't know now. I didn't get the news this morning. But the last, it was over 12,000. And they're still digging them up dead. What is going to happen to America? Hallelujah. But I believe that God is holding his wrath back. Because somebody stayed up all night long praying. That God will have mercy on his people. If Jesus should come, would your soul be prepared? He's coming out. Earth 
nothing in the night. Listen, listen. What answer would you render your, your life to be spared? He's coming out of thief in the night. The earthquakes, they are telling his coming. He gonna come soon. Is now. He is coming out of thief in the Why don't you sing it? The storm and the lightning speaks loud from the sky. He is coming at a thief in the But listen to this. The world is so blind they will not He's coming at a thief in the night. Don't be like Lot's wife. Come on. Don't let vain pleasure your poor heart deceive. He is coming at a thief. And let me sing that verse again. The world is so blind they will not believe he is coming out. The thief in the night. Oh, let not vain pleasure. Heart deceit, he is coming at the thief in the night. Oh, soul, wake up! Oh, soon the Lord shall come in night. She stand and his son but no who or why in the blood of the Lord he is coming The water call is extended. Whosoever will. You can keep on playing. Hallelujah. We want God to still help you today. Anybody that would like to make a choice after hearing what God has said to you, It's not that you would be doing him a favor, but you'd be doing yourself a favor. He said, save yourself from this unto what generation. 
who has believed the report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed. If you love the Lord and you want to be obedient to his word, you should say to him, Lord, what will thou have me to do? We have water here, we have clothing, we have someone to baptize you. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, God, to fill you with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in another language. Get up and come to him now. He said, if you come to me, I will within no wise cast you out. God loves you and he wants to help you now. Are you willing to be baptized in the name of the one who died for you? The one who hung on the cross for you? The one that he did no sin, neither was any God found in his mouth. He done all that he went through it because of you. Lord, I know I didn't deserve it. But since you've done that much for me, I can at least obey you. You can fix me up where I can serve you. Get up. If God is speaking to you, get up. If you kindly examine yourself and see, amen, why then God permitted you to even come here. It's because that he know that you would hear the plan of salvation that you will be able to take. Where's that man? Where's that woman? Where are you? God is calling you. Before the foundation of the world, he calls you. His word is going out from top to bottom, from across America, over into the foreign country. He's calling everybody. Then he's saying, who?